have some old designs here we're looking at because we're always looking at different concepts, different things that we've done over 32 years. And it occurred to me there's something that we have worked out in designs that everybody loves in real life and no one really likes on a plan. Why it's is kind that? of interesting. Well, it's a circle. We have done swimming pools, which were absolute perfect circles. I mean, seriously, a, a gunite swimming pool that is a perfect circle. Grass areas that are perfect circles. Areas within a forested situation where we're doing ground covers, a perfect circle of uh, monkey grass amongst the plantings. And, it, and it, it, every time someone sees it in real life, they say, or even a photograph, they say, that is beautiful. That is, uh, that is gorgeous. We love it. Oh, I would love to look out on it. I'd love to be there. But when you show it in plan, and those of you who are thinking about swimming pools, for example, maybe putting a pool in this spring or summer, um, imagine that you go to a designer and you pay for their design and they're checking everything. And they come back and they show you this backyard where the pool is a perfect circle. And you're probably thinking, huh? What? <laughs> we, 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 we. What, what is this? But I'm telling you, we've done some beautiful pools. They're perfect circles. Now, the whole yard isn't a big circle because you have step-ups to some areas. You have different types of, of material going around. On and you're part. not looking at it at a bird's-eye view. Right. But even if you are, you've got different areas around it. The right. plantings are different shapes. The patios are different. The grass terrace could be different. You have different textures. and So everything City comes together, but branches. there is something very, very calming and beautiful about a perfect circle. And I think people respond to that geometry. It's, it is absolutely, it's, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It is perfect. It is. And when you pull that off, there's an area there at our, in our office. We have our show gardens out there. We have this very old patio, one of the oldest patios that are in the whole display area. And it's made out of leftover brick, leftover pavers. And there are different designs, which are circular designs, inside of this patio, which is a perfect circle. And there's a little stone wall that goes around part of the circle. When you step up on top of the stone wall, there's a grass terrace, and then there's plantings. But this is the oldest patio at the whole complex there at Mirror Lake. And people comment on it. Every, they go by and they go, oh, I love this. And they just love, they always love it. You can't, even if you're going from one area where the gazebo is across to another area where the, where the koi pond is and the waterfalls, and you've got the, the grass area with the little grassy knoll and the tunnel for the children in another spot. And all we ever do is walk past this, this perfect circular patio of different types of brick. And everyone stops, no matter where they're going to, or where they come, and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they want to say, this, this is... This is lovely. I like this. And it's funny because... <laughs> that is true, though. I haven't thought about that. Everyone loves it. The, um, the, the raised little grass island, so to speak, when people see the patio, uh, the, uh, the pool designs that we've done, and quite often we'll have a little perfect circle of zoysia grass, which is almost a little peninsula that, that projects out into the water, into the swimming pool area. And we say it's a great place for sunbathing, and the kids love to swim across the pool and climb up a couple rocks to get up to this elevated area. Everyone loves these zoysia grass areas by the pool. But when you show that to them in a design, they don't necessarily get quite as excited about it. When they see the photograph, when they see the, the image, they love it. And I think it, it goes on and on. There's something about a perfect circle worked into a design that people love. So don't 
look at a design. I'm just kind of tossing this out. Sometimes you have to understand the whole setting that you have. It's not just the fact that a patio or a pool or a grass area is a perfect circle. It's how it is in, how it plays with all the other shapes in the area. And quite often that perfect circle is the resting place. It's the calming influence on a whole design. Well, you know, I've seen that done um, in spaces too. So even if you're drawing um, circles and you're you're defining a space in a circle where you say, you know, maybe you use a round coffee table for a pedestal mm-hmm, table, or mm-hmm. maybe it's going to be a, a bar stool, or maybe right. it's going to be a lamp, a floor lamp that mm-hmm. circular, but it starts defining that space and the elevation is important and the function, of course, would be important. But taking that outdoors, I, I've seen it so many times where even the kids are, you know, that, cir- that little circle area where they'll go and sit and it's a stage. They want to perform or stand oh, yes. on the back and ru- they go running in circles or they have to climb on the rocks to run on the edge and they are drawn to it. But then adults are going over there and they want to they want to walk out there and sit right on the back side of that circle. And I think you're right. I don't know what it is about our human nature but that perfect circle is very attractive to me, for sure, and I love seeing it in a swimming pool. But I was thinking about it because we're doing another design right now on a pool, and it's a, a gentleman that's got a very small backyard with a lot of elevation drop. We're ripping out this old wood deck, which is, well, calling it a wood deck <gasps> is probably not the right way. It's actually a habitat for <laughs> possums or... and raccoons okay. and things right. like that. So that, that's going to come out. It's also falling apart, so... We're going to take that out and come back in with a raised paver patio of different, with a couple different areas for different activities and step downs. But in the back corner, we are going to put in this this perfect little round pool. It's going to look like a little bubbling spring, which are a little bubbling oasis out there. The patio is only going to come up to about a third of it. The rest of it is going to have plants and boulders and little bubbling springs and all. But it's just, and it's also what's neat is it's small enough to heat the whole thing. So it's not going to be a spa, but you can, because the pool's not very large, it, you can heat the whole pool. And on a night like tonight, or any night we've had this last any week. Any night last week. Yeah, <laughs> my gosh. Some of the nights we had, it's been absolutely freezing. But, you know, it's not going to be quite that cold tonight. But on any any, any night in the fall where you can have that water heated up to 80, 85 degrees, not spa temp, but warm enough to get in and enjoy it as a pool. There's something glorious about seeing the stars and the moon and, and the steam coming out, and you can move around in this body of water that's very, very relaxing, very meditative. And just it's just a fun, fun experience to have something like that in the backyard. And that's what we're doing. We're creating this whole outdoor living area. And... Uh, He's going to entertain a lot, and he's got his grill and the multi-level deck and all that. So it's going to be a, a fun little project, but keeping with a uh, keeping with a very natural nature look. So it's going to seem like it's just a little little oasis pond in the middle of a forest. You did a cute, cute uh, circular pool. Um, up in College Station. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And um, it was really neat. She wanted it for her grandkids, but they also wanted to sit outside and drink coffee and hear the waterfall in the morning. And you'd put a waterfall on the backside uh, and a, a bench wrap, wrapped around. And so they were just going to be dipping in and out of it, but really wanted to see the grandkids. There's right? also that exercise area. They We did, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I completely forgot about that. Not only was it for that, but they love doing water exercises mm-hmm. where they're basically floating in the water, suspended in the water. And, you know, kicking and, and that type of thing. So the pool went from three and a half to four and a half and then dropped down to six. It was actually a, a foot and a half drop. It wasn't a, a gradual slope. It was a step, boom, right down to six and a half. 
which was interesting because it gave them enough pool area there for their exercises for three or four people. And it's also fun for the kids, too, because they can swim down underneath, and it's almost like this little lagoon abyss at the bottom of the pool they can swim into. The great thing about gunite and building pools is you don't have to follow, even though 99.9% of the pools follow a typical guideline, you don't have to follow some of these guidelines. We're doing a pool right now that has a little a little cove plunge area to it. The folks have three boys, and they are rambunctious boys. Definitely, no doubt about it. I was so excited. When Identical went, twins and the older brother. Right, right. And, you know, I don't know. What is it? Because, you know, you take a look at, at Lucas and, you know, your daughters. Something about boys... We're, we're strange and never really grow out of it, but there's something, you know, boys punch, they push, they they, they Growl, spit, they, they rub their faces in the carpet. Spit off of bridges. I mean, <laughs> yes. there's something about just, there are things that you think, you know, what is that all about? But anyway, having this, you know how people say don't run around, oh, you don't want to be running around the pool. My feeling is, listen, they're boys, they're going to run around the pool. And maybe I'm just being sexist, I don't know, but the idea, I know the number one activity was throwing the ball and the guys diving in and making the the winning Super Bowl catch, you know. And I remember throwing the ball to Danny and Charles and Jared for, for goodness gracious, for, for 45 minutes, for an hour straight. They would get up, they'd run, they'd dive, and I'd throw the ball, and they were trying to make the, the outlandish, strange, award-winning catch <laughs> falling into the pool. And they'd get out and come back again. And they would do that for, I mean, just nonstop. They would do it until I got tired of throwing the ball. <laughs> but it was nonstop. That is, that is so as great. long as they're going to do that, nice. don't fight it. Make sure they have a safe place to run. They only need about, you know, a running start of five or six steps, a place where they can dive and they can concentrate on catching the ball, not worry about any, you know, hitting something in the water and just set it up for that reason. And, and guys, it works out really good too if it's, if the throwing area is from the grill. Because you can sit there at the grill and you can cook and you can be throwing the ball while they're doing the run. So actually, I set this pool up that way. I set it up, this last pool we designed for the folks with the boys, so he could stand there close to the grill by the outdoor kitchen and throw from standing behind the grill to where the boys would be jumping and and throwing themselves into the water. But that's the fun thing about doing a design for for these families that are going to be there. You can see how they're going to grow. You're see, seeing how the family is going to grow and develop it. You think all the different things of, you know, what the wife wants, what the kids want, what the dad wants. And you put this whole package together where they can live out there in the garden. And it's not just this thing out there. They're living in the garden and they've got the outdoor kitchen. We have a putting green going in on this one too because the, they like, you know, even the little kids, they already like putting the ball. So we put a putting green in that's going to be happening there's the outdoor kitchen. There's the sun areas. There's the shelf where they can be in the water, the area where they're out of the water, the, you know, the perfect place for the perfect sun in the afternoon. We had all that put together. And it was interesting because when I did the design, the, the pool was not where they thought it was going to be. The outdoor kitchen is not where they thought it was going to be because they told me all these things that they had in mind for how they wanted to live. And then they told me what they were thinking about doing for the pool and everything would be. And I changed it all. And that happens a lot. And Belinda, you tell me I shouldn't. But I, I can't be quite as radical as I am sometimes. But mm-hmm. it's, it works it's, this time. Well, it, it's the same thing that usually happens. They look at it and they do that that commercial dog thing where their head tilts, and they go, you know, and they, what are we looking at? And they're not expecting it. And they keep looking at it. And I explain why we did it, the functions of the spaces, how they're going to work. And many times they come home, they go home, and I say, well, go home, you know, let us know what changes. And they come back and they say, wow. It's not at all 
what we were expecting. It's not at all what we thought we were asking for, but it's everything we want. It really is. It's everything we just never thought about designing it this way, which I always say is good. That's um, job security for us. But <laughs> they don't come up with your ideas. That's right. But but it really, it, it's funny how that all comes together. And now they can see, they can look at this plan and see how their family is going to be living with it now, five years from now, 10 years from now. They can see how their kids have entertainment space. They see how they can invite their friends over. And it's exciting. I think it's I, exciting I it. to hear the parents that we have now are remembering their memories of growing up and the things that their parents let them do and the fun yard that they had, the activities that they have, and their hopes and dreams for their own family, right, and dreaming of that space and creating it for their boys, given the opportunity and um, really the desire. I think you just need to step forward and, and start that plan, make that fantasy yard for the kids, and, and it can be both for family, adults, entertaining for, gosh, neighbors, and you'll be surprised how quick it can happen. You know, I think I, I tell people that, you know, I got into this sometimes because of my mom loving plants and all that, how I ended up getting into this field. But I think thinking about what you just said, you know, growing up in the memories in the yard, I probably owe a lot of it to my older brother. Because he drew plans of our backyard. When I grew up, when we lived in Washington, D.C., and we had this backyard, he mapped out the yard and drew activity spaces. We had the map of the backyard when we were playing cowboys. And it all came from all the cowboy shows that were on. We knew where the saloon was. We knew where the livery stable was. We, we knew where we knew where everything was. We knew where the blacksmith shop was because he had it drawn out. We had, a, we had a plan of the backyard. The trees were located and, you know, you know how my brother is. He had mm-hmm. every detail yeah, down. So detail. We, we had it all. When we played Army, we had a different plan. Oh, okay, wait a minute. New, new stage setting. <laughs> we get the other one out. When we played Secret Agents, it was a different concept. And we had different plans. Thinking back, he had these things drawn out for how we did it. So maybe the whole idea of drawing these plans came from him, laying out the backyard. And that was just, we moved from that house when I was um, probably eight but it has such a major impact. And he impact. did all that for you, <laughs> the director. That's also where he used his new pocket knife to carve up my mom's new oh. redwood picnic table. And made an aircraft. Made it into an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Brand new picnic table. Isn't that beautiful? I'll, I'll never forget that. I was just, that was one of those keep things. just eating at that table? Did, did you ever see something happen to your brother or sister? Yes. And you were glad you were just a spectator. Yes. And you're thinking, oh, this is going to be good. A lot of memories in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry.